Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And I help online business owners break through all the negative self-talk holding you back from your dreams so you can finally see the success that you deserve. And I'm curious, if you could use one word to share how you view your business, what would that one word be? What would it be for you? Because when I ask this question, want to know what some of the most common answers I get are? Hard. Busy overwhelming. And that's actually how I used to view my business. My words that I used to describe my business with were stuck and hard. Every time I thought about it, I felt guilty if I wasn't working on my business. And when I was working on my business, I felt like it was so hard and I was so stuck. It was like I was pushing a boulder up a hill and it wasn't working. What I didn't realize at the time is that our beliefs are formed by our words. And I want to give credit to Tony Robbins here, his book, uh, Awaken the Giant Within is what I give credit to for what I'm about to teach you. I did not create this. This is what I learned from him, but it, it changed my life. It took my business from being, uh, hard, from being hard to being fun, from being stuck to being a force for good, and it will do the same for you. And, and the reason is because your words carry so much power. Your beliefs are formed by your words, and they can be your beliefs can also be changed by your words. The, the happiness in your marriage is based on your words. If you pick words intelligently, it makes your, your positive life experiences even better. But if you don't have a plan for selecting your words intelligently, you have an automatic recipe to screw up your life and your business. So please put this in your notes and live this. The words you habitually choose massively affect your experience. In fact, it's so important to understand that the words you select actually become your experience. If you change your habitual vocabulary, you instantly change how you feel because an effective selection of words make your emotions better. So go forward. Think of a word from now on. Think of words, like any word you use to describe something, an emotional feeling or whatever it is. Like think of a word from now on as an emotional shortcut. A word is an emotional shortcut. It creates a biochemical effect in your brain. So you need to consciously choose these words. Even just changing one word can change everything. For example, do you ever say, I hate that? Like, do you ever say that? Like, I hate that. If someone says like, you know, do you ever go to the grocery store and the checkout line so long and you're like, oh yeah, I hate that or whatever. Do they ever mess up your meal at the restaurant? Oh, I hate that, right? What feelings are associated with hate? Is it a heavy emotion or a light emotion? It's a heavy emotion. Does it evoke positivity and a solution or negativity and friction? Obviously, you already know, and it's a habit to say that, right? I hate that. Meaning, when you're in a conversation with someone, like, doesn't it come out automatic? It's habitual to say that, but we need to catch it. We need to catch it. So what if instead of saying, I hate that, instead you say, I'd prefer something else? I'd prefer not to wait in line that long. I'd prefer if my food was cooked a little better. Instead of saying that movie sucks, you can say, it wasn't my favorite. Do you see the difference in feeling behind that? It's totally different. Most people have 10 to 15 words they use regularly in their life to, exp to express their emotional feelings. So take a look, and this is a good way to kind of, it's kind of a barometer for you, right? Take a look at the negative people that you know in your life. Who are the negative people that you know and what words do they use regularly? Like think about it. Hate, anxious, depressed, 
furious, pissed, right? And then take a look at the positive people. What words did they use regularly? Amazing, positive, happy, whatever it is, very different because words equal emotion. And a great example of this in my own life is something that I get ridiculed for a lot, but it's it, it will show you right here that this is so real. How do you describe marriage? How do you describe marriage? Janice and I were uh, at a friend's wedding back in September with our friends uh, Meg and Nick. And we heard in, a, in one of the speeches um, that said something along the lines, not, not verbatim, but something along the lines of marriage is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And we were talking about it and we very strongly disagree. Obviously, we didn't say anything about it, but we very strongly disagree. Marriage is easy. Marriage is fun. Marriage is beautiful. And I truly believe that. So when I ask people, how do you describe marriage? Most people respond with the words hard work. That is like 90% of the responses I get, hard work. Well, what feelings are associated with hard work? Stress, exhaustion, FOMO, anxiety, and we feel all these emotions, right? And we wonder why the divorce rate is so high. I personally do not believe marriage is hard work. I believe marriage is very, very easy and very, very beautiful. And I associate really positive feelings with marriage because of that. So when there's a challenge in my marriage or when we disagree on something, which happens from time to time, like I believe it'll be easy to fix. I believe that we can work it all out and it becomes a simple solution. And guess what? From that, Janice has the same belief. From that, Janice and I haven't had a fight in over eight years. Janice and I have not had a single fight in over eight years. We disagree on stuff all the time. But because marriage is easy in our internal beliefs, we solve that challenge in seconds instead of it turning into something hurtful because we look how to benefit each other's lives. So that's just one example, but take a look at your vocabulary to see how you describe situations or people in your life. Would it benefit you to adopt a more positive person's uh, empowering vocabulary? I'm not saying you're not a positive person, but would it help you to adopt a different vocabulary? Yes, it would. It probably would. If your habitual words disempower you, change your words. Words are nothing more than a tool uh, that represent things to ourselves. So if there is no word in your vocabulary for something, there's no way you can think or feel that experience. For me, I personally don't even use the word depressed in my life. It's not even a thing. It's not part of my vocabulary anymore because it used to be. Because I faced times when I was on my couch wanting life to change, but I couldn't get myself to do it. And I was pissed off at myself for being in the state and I was depressed. I would say I was depressed and I felt horrible and miserable and it just felt like I was dead and dying inside. And I knew I was meant for more, but because I was depressed, I couldn't change. So guess what I felt? I felt depression. But when I started changing this and instead I started saying, I'm just a little unmotivated. Do you think it felt lighter? Uh, Yeah, it felt way lighter. And so now, after conditioning that into who I am, which I teach you in Appreciation Academy, by the way, from now conditioning that into who I am, depressed isn't even part of my vocab. So I literally can't feel depression if I wanted to, right? I can't because I don't believe it's it's a beneficial part of my vocabulary, so I got rid of it. Changing your words intensifies or diminishes any emotional state. That means we have the power to make our feelings better or worse at any moment. One thing I always teach my clients um, is to life up what they do. So what does that mean? Well, for example, when you're on the phone at work and someone asks like, hey, how are you doing? How do you respond? Let me guess. You respond with, I'm okay, or you know, I'm fine, or I'm busy. Newsflash, if that is you and that's how you respond, I'm okay, or I'm fine, or I'm busy, 
you are asking people not to like you as much because what emotions are associated with just feeling fine with with feeling just okay shitty ones right so what i started doing when someone asked me how i'm doing that day i started saying intentionally i started saying i'm fantastic i'm amazing and it changed the game for me the look on people's faces in the beginning was hilarious but think about what it did for me It's not about bullshitting when you're not feeling great. And there's nothing wrong with negative emotions sometimes. Sometimes it's it's not in your best interest to lower the intensity of negative emotions. They're great tools and calls to actions for your life. But changing these words was about changing how I felt intentionally. I was taking responsibility for my life instead of being a victim to my life, feeling like I was out of control. I was commanding myself to feel amazing or fantastic. And guess what? I did. And now, after I've conditioned this, again, which I teach you in Appreciation Academy, now, like, I am actually this annoyingly happy on a regular basis. Like, this is my no bullshit way to view life and go through life. And it's incredible. It is such a positive feeling every day, waking up feeling this good. And some people look at me like I'm crazy, and that's okay. But I know this works because I lived the other side for a long time. And if someone judges you for this, chances are they just have shitty words they're using. In fact, this is a, write this in your notes. You won't be negatively perceived for being positive from anyone who has a superior vocabulary than you. You won't be perceived for being positive. You won't be perceived negatively for being positive from anyone who has a superior vocabulary than you. So I took a look at my negative habits right? And, and when it came to my words is what I mean. I took a look at my negative habits when it came to my words and I wrote down uh, the negative words that I used to habitually use in the past. And by the way, um, this is not something I created. Again, this is what I learned in the book, Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins book earlier, credit where credit is due. But this is how I change it. So my five words that I habitually used to describe my negative feelings were tired, overwhelmed, frustrated, lazy, and stressed. Tired, overwhelmed, frustrated, lazy, and stressed. I used to use those words all the time. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I still do. And I need to, this is something that I need to keep working on, right? But I took them and I lightened them with humor. I actually used humor with this because when you use humor to lighten your words, it does two things. One is it interrupts your negative emotional pattern that's playing in your mind, almost like you're scratching a record. And second is that you make the emotion lighter. So you break through faster. So what I turned it into, tired is now a little droopy, right? Tired is now a little droopy. Overwhelmed is now a smidge imbalanced. Frustrated is now fascinated. Lazy is now storing energy. And stress is, this is my favorite, stress is now, I'm feeling a little poo-headed. And I use that, like it actually, it actually works in my life. It works just right there from switching those, the emotions felt lighter, didn't they? And then I took my positive emotions and I made them even better, right? And you can do this too. So my point is that selecting your words that, words that empower you is so crucial. So think about how you can apply this to your own life. If someone tells you that they're so annoyed, you can use this skill to lower their intensity of the emotion for them. If someone tells you that they're depressed, you can ask them, are you depressed or are you deeply hurt? Are you depressed or are you a little sad because things haven't been going your way? Or are you depressed or are you just feeling a little helpless? You can change someone's life with this. I do it on a day-to-day basis and you can too. You will change people's lives if you switch their words around. If you're trying to lose weight, are you starving or are you a smidge hungry? 
You can change your whole appetite by switching your words. So please take away from this that you can't feel a word that you don't use in your vocabulary. So what are some words that you're committed to no longer using to describe how you feel? Make them more empowering and try it for a week. On top of that, when someone asks you how you're doing, from now on, life up what you say. Say that you're amazing. Say that you're fantastic because you will eventually feel it if you practice it. So I hope you took a lot away from this. Your words carry so much power that they change your emotional state. And, they cha- and changing your emotional state determines the actions that you take and the creativity that you instill in your business in your, in your life. So everything will change by switching up your words. Just this one little life hack is so important to use. Words carry so much power. So please screenshot this podcast. Share it on your Instagram story. Share it with your team. Send this link their way. They're, changing their words can change their whole world. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bizjack. Go out there every single day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face because you can. It's easy and it's amazing. I'll see you next week.